It's now time for the Main Event Sports Show with your host, Haven Harrington, Rashawn Myers, and produced by Jerry Hazard. The Main Event Sports Show is brought to you by Verizon Wireless, Lavish Life Hair Boutique, The Peer Group. You can follow the Main Event Sports Show at MainEventSports101.com. You can also follow the Main Event Sports Show on Twitter at MeSports. And you can also download the Main Event Sports Show app. Just go to your favorite app store and search Main Event Sports Radio. It's now time for the Main Event. We are back. Uh, it's your number one sports show, main event. Your hosts, Haven Harrington and Rashawn Mars in the in the building. You caught me off guard. I mean, you snapping hey, your man, fingers and clap your hands. Nice tonight. But you know what, man. though, man? Hey, that's an oldie but goodie. Please, there, my man. old G- crew makes G's. <laughs> that was a oldie but goodie, man. That's a good one. Welcome to the show, number one sports show in the country, uh, main event. You can join us if you are uh, internet s- savvy. You can join us at WLOU, iTunes Radio, Stitcher.com, or Main Event Radio, okay? Rashawn Haven, welcome to your show. Before you get to that, man, I'm so excited. You know why I'm so excited, Rashawn? Why is that? You know why I'm excited? He's about to earn these gray hairs. No, but you know, we all got gray hair today. Look at it. We we look something like uh, Grady and this and this and that, but I'm so excited. You know why? (laughs) You know why I'm excited? Why are you excited? Here we go. Saturday night, November 4th, Main Event Sports celebrates its 10th year anniversary with the Rashawn Meyer Celebrity Birthday Bash. 9 p.m. at the Super Athletic Life Center, 222 Eiler Avenue. Celebrity host, the Atlanta Braves' own Richard Sullivan. Special guests include Jermaine Brown of the L.A. Rams, Montrell Jones from the Dallas Cowboys, from the Cincinnati Bengals, Mario Rudy, Pro Boxer Carlos Dixon. And players from the Cards and Gats basketball teams. $5 general admission. VIP $15. Food included in the price of admission. A cash bar with $3 drink specials. Call Jay Haz at WLOU for more details. 502-889-1366. We're back. Main event sports. Rashawn Haven Harrington's going down November the 4th. Rashawn's celebrity birthday badge and Haven's 10-year anniversary on the radio. What's up, guys? What's up? It's a gloomy little day today, Rashawn and Haven. It's like a no, black you know, cloud it's, over It's you. not gloomy. There's no <laughs> black cloud over anything because it's football Saturday followed by football Sunday. It gets no better than that. Louisville had a great scrimmage uh, Friday night at the Yum Center. Kentucky had a tremendous Tremendous Midnight Madness at, at Rupp Arena with the VIP section uh, with Drake wearing a Kentucky Dad t-shirt. Uh. Uh, the Wildcat was dancing, coming out of the curtains. It was, you know what? What's that, I, hey? I, I'm going to give Calipari this. What's that? He's the greatest showman in college basketball, hands down, bar none, hands down, the greatest <laughs> showman. Look at Rashad looking at you, man. Right? <laughs> did, did I wake up in, in the opposite world? Because Woo! I cannot believe that I'm going to sit here and my esteemed colleague that all he ever wants to talk about is it's football. For, you know why? Opens I, up about UK the main event sports show. Wait, talking UK, about UK. Uh, that's right. And then not even talking about the most interesting thing about UK basketball. He's talking about the stuff that literally nobody else has even been talking about. But he does not because, open. Because I give the takes nobody else will. Yeah, or no one else cares about it at this moment. You know why no one cares about that? Because today, 
Wow. At Papa John's Cardinal Stadium. Wow. Patrino Thorpe gave Louisville. Ooh, Patrino Thorpe. Gave is, Louisville is it that? fans is it that? the worst Thorpe. loss of his career and one of the most embarrassing losses of Louisville football of the last several. No, back like, up. This okay. is probably, this is, for anybody who doesn't know, first of all, welcome into this beautiful, amazing edition of the Made Men Sports Show. And I am shocked, appalled, and amazed at the fact that Louisville just gave up 45 points to Boston College at home. I mean, are you kidding me? The University of Louisville loses at homecoming. Haven, what, you know, you know what, Haven, you have watched football. Your whole life. And the, what is the one thing that's guaranteed about football? They always say the one thing that you always want to guarantee for it's homecoming a, is, a a, is a win on homecoming. It's a win. A you win schedule home, a bum. You schedule a bum on purpose on homecoming. Oh. And they did. Boston College, oh. one of the worst teams. No, the worst team in the ACC. In the ACC. Averaging 311 yards of offense a game. And Louisville lost. They only... And all the ACC games they played this year, they have a total of 37 points. And all the ACC games up until this one, they put out the stats. I don't know. Up until this one, they they only had 37 points of total offense of all the games they played. But against the mighty Louisville Cardinal defense, terrible. they were able to amass 45 points. 555 yards of total offense. 555 yards. Wow. Now, the Boston College Eagles have not put up these type of numbers since Matty Ice, Matt Ryan was uh, on roaming the sidelines for the BC Eagles. Not, talk- since, not since 2009 I, I mean, has Boston College scored this many points against a Power 5 team. Unbelievable. People have, and we have talked about it here on the Main Event Sports Show. A big shout out to everybody uh, checking in on uh, Facebook Live. We got Glenn C. We got Dennis, Dennis, Swift, Dennis uh, Swift. Uh, Michelle Peterson. What's going on, everybody checking Miss in on Lauren Facebook Jumbo Live? But today was absolutely embarrassing. I talked about the fact, and I was very real about the fact. I talked to my man Howie Lindsay about it and said that, you know what, after that Clemson game, I wanted to leave the game with a brown bag on my head. Like, now I just want to put a brown bag over my whole body and just walk out. I don't want any indicating factors at all of who I was leaving that complex today. <laughs> because it, this was this was such a bad loss, and this was so shocking to so many media members, Haven, as we sat around there, that I didn't even feel anger. Like, I felt like the media almost quit the same way that the team quit on the field in the second half Or the today. fans. And the fans. There was like 15 people there in the fourth they quarter. They started booing. There was the boo birds Boo, came out. They in the booed the defense. Like, booed the defense. It was crazy. When the defense came back on the field after the fumble, after uh, Jalen Smith fumbled the ball, and there was like two minutes left to go in the game, you heard boos. And you heard an unresigned, like, there's no way in the world we're going to stop them. And they lined up with the same running play and ran it five straight times. Got the ball down to the 10, 
and then kicked the game-winning field goal with no time left on the And you know what? It was very interesting. Jonathan Grenard, one of the defensive linemen for the University of Louisville, was asked about the fact that, you know, guys were walking around and not necessarily pursuing the ball. And he admitted it. He said that, in fact, I was one of the guys that was walking, that I wasn't hustling and I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. And when you have guys coming out and being that frank and that, you know, straight up about the issues, I mean, there is a serious problem here we've talked about the fact that peter sermon you know you said it from day one from after the first game that louisville had issues you know after that Purdue game i I called it um i I wanted to give him a little bit more time i gave him until the clemson game because i wanted to see if maybe he was just trying to be vanilla and hold something back um but you know it became clear at that point um that there was issues uh, with Peter Sermon and with this defense. And, and, you know, frankly, the fact that we said we thought he was in over his head. And now, as Louisville sits at 4-3 and three and one of the worst defenses in the Power Five, like literally Louisville's defense is in the bottom five after today's performance will be my guess. This is unreal. I mean, and it's overshadowing the fact that – You go from a top 25 defense last year. And no, grand- top 10 defense. They were top 10 last year. Top 10 defense last year. Now, granted, you lost the three last three games. Your defense looked suspect. You can say there was injuries and things of that nature. They still only gave up 29 points to LSU. Yes. <laughs> That's yeah. less than the 45 points given to Boston College. But the, the drop-off from last year to this year with basically the same team, with just a couple of guys' difference, it's unacceptable. No, I, it's absolutely ridiculous. And we had some – Acceptable. It's, it's unbelievable. I mean, you know, like our man Glenn C. checking in said, he said, we lost to a chump. I totally agree with that. Dennis Swift Jr. said, defense is the weakest that I have seen uh, since Cragthorpe. They are killing Lamar. And I agree with you because that's the toughest thing about it is the fact that the defense – and their ridiculously horrible play has overshadowed the fact Lamar had a historic game today. He became, as a quarterback, U of L's all-time leading rusher and all-time leading touchdown rusher as well. He had the most rushing touchdowns and most rushing yards in Louisville history today. And nobody's talking about it because you have a defense that is absolutely atrocious. But you know, besides that, and and back to the offense because the offense deserves some blame for this as well. If you watched the game, actually, not only this game, but if you watched any of the Louisville games this year, the offense hits you in sputters. It's, the offense hasn't been like a well-oiled machine in any game this season. I mean, even at the, the, even at Kent State and Murray State games, the offense wasn't a well-oiled and, and Hayden, machine. And when the offense really started scoring at the end of the game, it was basically because Lamar said, bump the offensive game plan. I'm just going to go do I'm, some, I'm, my Superman I'm, thing. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm going to take the ball. And, and, and I'm, I'm gonna either going to make a, run around and make a play with the pass or I'm going to run around and run with my legs and get first downs and touchdowns. It. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to put it to my back and just win this by myself. That's ridiculous. I mean, th- th- you're talking about literally this is – the worst coach football team I've seen on both sides of the ball since Steve Crackthorpe was there. Like, I don't think Bobby's offense yeah. is looking very good at all. I, I don't think that, that they're doing anything. I think everything, too much has been heaped on Lamar's shoulders, and I think Louisville's lost their way offensively. And defensively, um, Peter Sermon has no idea what he's doing. Now here's something. Dave Williams comes back, gets in the game, doesn't get a carry, which is fine. Reggie Bonifant had 12 carries, 107 yards, averaging 8.9 yards a rush, so – you have that. A nice 64-yard touchdown run. A nice 64-yard touchdown run. So, uh, Lamar Jackson ran the ball 22 times. Too so many runs. Too many rushes. But he had to. 
He didn't have a choice. You know, and, and a lot of times, he had plenty of time to throw. There's a lot of times he was standing back there for four or five seconds and nobody was open. So he just ran the ball. He was like, well, nobody's open. Uh, I'm going. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it's just like, you know, you watch this game. Louisville gets up big. Yeah. They're up 21-7. to You're thinking, they got this. Boston College up 21-7. to They're about to get up 28-7. to Game's going to be over before halftime. Penalties getting away. They don't score the touchdown. Boston College gets a good kickoff, scores a cheap touchdown, and instead of going into halftime up 28 to 7, you go up 21 14. Yeah, and Boston College gets to get the ball to start the second half. And then Louisville's defense just falls Lay down. down. Louisville didn't score. Did Louisville even score in the third quarter? Um, Louisville in the third quarter did not score, I don't believe. So they didn't score. Boston College does. Yeah, and uh, then, it goes from twenty one fourteen to twenty eight twenty one. Boston College ahead, and then you got my two quarter. scores. Then Lamar Jackson throws an interception. A Boston h- College horrible, horrible interception, interception. horrible interception. Uh, and, and then Boston College goes up, takes a fourteen point lead, and at that point, Louisville did fight back. Once Lamar said, "You know, screw the game plan. I'm just gonna be Superman and be the best player in college football." Um, and there we go. And, and I've said it about this. I, I hate the fact that um, you saw. A team and these players after the game answer more questions than the coach. The coach could not wait to get out there. Bobby didn't give us crap uh, on you know in terms of sitting down well, and facing the firing squad. Well, no. all, I, all I saw, I'm just going to tell you what I saw, then I'll let you have your chance. But what I saw was a Bobby Petrino there feeling sorry for himself. All I heard from him, I asked him straight up, second question of the press conference, okay, after the softball first question because, you know, we have to take care and coddle our coaches around here. So I said 555 yards. 45 points at home versus Boston College. What needs to happen to make things better? I asked him straight up. What and what did, what, what did he say? Uh, well, he said the same thing he said last week. Go ahead. Which was, uh, you know, we need to make some changes. We know we're not attacking like we should, but, you know, we, we'll, we'll watch the film. We have a lot of things to fix. We'll go to practice. Well, no <laughs> crap, Bobby. We have a lot of things to fix. Are you kidding me? It's a lot of things to fix. Yeah, that, yeah that, that's obvious. I could have had my son could watch the game and tell me, Daddy, that's, their defense isn't good. I, you know, I understand that. But as the head coach of University of Louisville making more than $6 million, I need more. Then we got a lot of things to fix. Well, see, and this is my observation of the press conference. I don't think Bobby knows what to fix. He's completely lost. I don't think he knows what to fix. I really don't. By looking at him. I, he, oh, he, he knows what to fix. He looked angry. He looked hurt. One, Sermon has to go. I mean, Sermon, we like that, him. That, that's what he needs to fix. You're making $950,000 a year. No. I mean, no. I mean, you're one and done. No. No, it's, you got to go. You're horrible. You, you're horrible. You have no idea what you're doing. I saw it. I knew the very first game. Yeah. It wasn't going to work. You you mentioned it. And, and like I said, I tried to have a little bit more patience. You did. You, you tried to say, hey, I gave crazy. him two more games. I you gave said, him two hey, games. Then you told me. You said, hey, give him four games. Jay Haz was there. I was like, this dude is not, not going to work out. I know Jeff's a great offensive game planner, but no, Jeff just does not have that kind of talent at, at Purdue to, to run down the field on us. It's terrible. So, uh, 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 our man Nick Patino said, and that's Nick N-I-T-T, not Rick, because Nit. Rick is somewhere running away. <laughs> Nick Patino said that uh, me and a lot of players on D had the same amount of tackles, and I never left the couch. <laughs> 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 so, you know, and, and we also Turn it up. Uh, J- Jennifer Michelle Peterson, she said, I agree coaching is bad on both sides of the ball. 
And then our man Tony Hill checking in said, I'm going to rent a U-Haul truck and uh, pick up Peter Sermon myself. So. And there you go. I mean, I mean, wow. It, it, it's, it's atrocious. And you look at Louisville's schedule. This, we said at the beginning of the season, this, after the, the Clemson game, only tough game you technically you should have is Florida State. And then everything should be easy. Syracuse shouldn't be that difficult. Boston College should be like a cakewalk. Kentucky, they lost to you last year. Kentucky is a, a good team. They're 5-1. You, you got to give them the props. Hey, even at the end of the day, but we said. They should have been beatable. But I said this team's going to be 9-3, 8-4. And I said from the very beginning of the year, I did not know what type of team Louisville had. But with the schedule they faced, I said 10-2 or 9-3. Period. I don't care how you get there. I don't know what care you have to drag yourself over the over the goal line. This team should be no worse than nine and three or ten and two. And we're looking about seven and five. Right now, Louisville's sitting at four and three. We're looking about seven and five team. And, and we Maybe. talked about it, us and the first lady of the Made of Sports Show, Olivia, Miss Olivia. We were talking about it as we were headed back uh, to the car from the stadium that. Right now, there is an argument that right now we might be looking at six and six. You're saying seven and five, but right now you look at the game at Kentucky. I don't feel confident about that being a win. You head on the road this week to Florida State. I don't feel confident about that as a win. Syracuse just knocked off Clemson, and they actually have a real quarterback. Unlike Boston College, I don't feel like about that being a win. You know what? That reminds me of something. So that's three more losses right there. That's six and six. So at that point, the question is: Can Louisville win a road game at Wake Forest? I don't know. Wake you, Forest you, is pretty I mean, good. you can literally be arguing about a five and seven team for this team yes. with a returning Heisman Trophy winner against one of the worst schedules that Louisville's had over the last four or five years. And you start the next season with Alabama. And no Lamar Jackson probably. No Lamar be back. Think so? I, th- I think Lamar be back, but it doesn't matter. I don't know. It's Alabama. I don't know. It doesn't matter. And I, and, and it's and it's gonna be I mean, it's you know, it, it, here's the scary thing about the B C game. BC one mainly because you know, Jalen Smith. Hey, and, and I just want to let everybody know if you want to give us a call five zero two seven seven six thirteen fifty. Give us a hit up on the peer group hotline. We'd love to hear from you and get your thoughts on the game. We love to be interactive. So I want to hear what some of you guys think about the the status of the program. We know everything else is going on. If you have any thoughts about U of L, UK, or anything else, uh, just please give us a call. I want to hear what you have to say. So Jalen Smith fumbles the ball. We knew the defense couldn't stop him, and. At that point, the game was over. Everybody, everybody at that point knew the game was over. People thought, okay, Louisville's going to win. They're marching. Oh, it, I mean, how, the bad, how badly has Louisville trolled their own fan base? You've had two games two weeks in a row. Last weekend, they get the big stop against NC State as they're coming back. That's a one-score game, and Lamar throws a pick six in the last five or six minutes of the game the to seal over. the game and game's over. Today, Louisville gets the big stop. Rush East makes a great, impressive stop. Okay, they get the ball. They're going down the field. Jalen Smith, first game back, has a great game, 118 yards, fumbles the ball. And at that point, oh. you knew the game was over. You knew it was over because you knew the defense wouldn't be able to stop him. But worse than that, but, but, no, but here's the scary part. Wait, 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 there's more. The game technically should have been over a long time ago. Even before then, Boston College should have blown us out yeah. because they're, court- they're backup quarterbacks. They play two quarterbacks in a the game. They're Backup quarterback missed two wide, wide open, open guys. guys. I mean, these guys were like by themselves yeah. running in the secondary. 
They would have scored easily. Oh, Boston College didn't play well in the first half at all. I mean, yeah. it was 21-7 until they got the big punt return and ended up getting a cheap touchdown. They didn't play well in the first half at all. That's why I said when, you have, when you're looking at what you have coming up, Florida State got it together, won on the road at Duke. It wasn't a pretty game, but they won 17-10. If they scored 17 against Duke's defense, they'll obviously score 55 against Louisville's uh, defense when they come in there at home next week. So, I mean, right now – uh, you know what? They always talk about pushing the panic button. I don't know if you should just hit the panic button yes. or the resolution Man, button. It is time hit to it, hit the panic it. button. Bing! Hit it, it. it is time to, to step on that panic Because I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, Boston College has zero passing game. Zero passing game. Louisville's mm. run defense has actually been pretty good. Louisville's problem has always been we can't stop anybody from throwing the ball on us. They ran the ball down Louisville's throat all game Long and I almost had 200 passing yards. Their (laughs) their freshman running back, four touchdowns, almost 300. He looked like former Penn State great Kijana Carter. He was running all over Louisville, running through guys. Watch Sports Center tonight because Chucky Williams has made Sports Center with that. That horrible attempt of a tackle. 39 carries, 272 yards, four touchdowns, seven yards a carry. Mm. True freshman. Mm. True freshman. True freshman. Pitiful. Hey, let's take a break. My my, my, my head is hurting. Pitiful. My head is hurting. Off we got so down. much to get into, man. We had the the basketball scrimmage last night. I want to get into that. I also want to get into a very contentious press conference down at UK Media Day. Coach Calipari got into it uh, with one of the media guys down there. We want to talk about that and much much more. Give us a call five zero two seven seven six thirteen fifty. You can get on get in next on the Peer Group Hotline. I know the, the hotline's blowing up, so make sure you get make sure you get in early and get in often. We'll be back here. Listen to Main Event Sports Show one hundred four point seven WLOU. What's on the menu at your home tonight? Overcooked pork chop. Uh Uh-oh, your fear of undercooked pork caused you to sizzle that meat a little too long. Overcooked pork chop. Wow, you just made a boneless pork chop try as a bone. You'll need a sharp knife for that. Overcooked pork chop. That meal will always be there. But Taco Bell's new crispy chicken quesadilla is only here for a limited time. Crispy chicken and melty cheese together in a warm tortilla. At participating locations. There are over 4 million miles of roads across America. On them are over 47 million Ford vehicles. And the best people to keep them safe? The 35,000 Ford specialists armed with the right parts, tools, and training. No one knows your Ford better than Ford and Ford Service. Right now, get Motocraft brake pads installed for just $99.95 or less. Per axle price for pads or shoes on most vehicles, exclusions apply. Taxes extra. See your participating Ford dealer for details through 1231.17. Saturday night, November 4th, Main Event Sports celebrates its 10th year anniversary with the Rashawn Meyer Celebrity Birthday Bash. 9 p.m. at the Super Athletic Life Center, 222 Eiler Avenue. Celebrity host, the Atlanta Braves' own Richard Sullivan. Special guests include Jermaine Brown of the L.A. Rams, Montrell Jones from the Dallas Cowboys, from the Cincinnati Bengals, Mario Rudy, pro boxer Carlos Dixon, and players from the Cards and Cats basketball teams. $5 general admission, VIP $15. Food included in the price of admission. A cash bar with $3 drink specials. Call Jay Haz at WLOU for more details. 502 we're back with your number one sports show main event. Your host, Haven Harrington, Rashawn Mars in the building. And uh, Rashawn, look, we got a call here. And uh, let's take this call real quick. Awesome. Uh, 
Hello, guys. Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Who is this? Okay, I can barely hear you, but, you know, uh, uh, from the coach's standpoint, if if the co- if your assistant coaches are not doing your job, are not doing their job, it's your job to replace them. If you're replacing, replacing them with the wrong assistants, then maybe the head coach is the problem. Now, in saying that, if the head coach is the problem, uh, I don't know where Bobby 1.0 went, where I would be mad as heck and I'd want to know if you're going to play. And if you're not going to play, we'll bench you and let somebody else play. Uh, if you're not going to coach, we'll get some coaches to coach. Now, in saying that, uh, all you guys are that are rooting for Tom Jurich to stay, if he stays, the Brahms made a comment that they will never, they will never coach under Jurich. So we've got an opportunity here. Hey, you know what? And, and that's Ooh. an excellent point. And I've heard this uh, come out, and I've even asked the point. I appreciate the call. Um, talking about, you know, would you rather have Jerry or have Jeff Brown? Um, <laughs> and after today's game, I think there might be some people that might be trying to push Jerry out the door to, you know, pave the way. Because we have heard there's a, you know, a pretty big rift between uh, the Brown family and Tom Jury. So, yeah, that's an excellent point. And, no, I absolutely agree with you. I mean, this is a coach in his fourth year. And we talked about the fact that Bobby Petrino in his fourth year, if he would not have had such success his first time around, if he had anybody else's name and it was not Bobby Petrino, he would be looking at getting the ax this year with what his team has done. I totally agree with you. I am right there. If Louisville has a 6-6 six and six or a losing record, then I absolutely think Bobby's head or neck may be on the chopping block. Uh, you know, it has to be because here's the thing. Way too much talent on this team to be this bad. I agree with you. And, and I don't – because we've talent. heard, Haven, we've heard people say, these guys just don't have any talent. They're just not any good. This is the worst talent. I don't think it's a talent issue. I think it's a coaching issue. It's coach, It's all coaching. Like, like we said, last year, top ten defense, almost exactly the same defensive players. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I mean, that's, I, that's all I need to say. At, at the end of the day, I don't think it's about the players not being good enough. I think these players are being putting being it's, put it's in schematic. a horrible, horrible position to win. I think offensively, we've been too Lamar-centric. We've gotten away from what made Bobby Petrino great, the balance, the feeding of the studs, the keeping defenses off their heels because of being so balanced, not knowing where the ball's going to go. And I think defensively, you plainly have a guy who has no idea how to coach defense. I don't know how he's made it to this level. I I don't know why everybody thought this guy was the next best, best thing, but that's what he tried to sell us. They they tried to sell us on he was the next big thing, but we here at the Manny Run Sports Show, oh yeah, especially me, told yeah. you guys not so fast. From game one, for me, I saw I saw him Mississippi State, and I was like, I don't know, I, he looked suspect. He had a his defense ranked 125 at Mississippi State, and I was like, I, I don't see it. And no, that, I, I and at that Purdue game, I was like. This is not going to work. I agree with you. Hey, let's let's get back to the uh, Facebook Live comments. Dennis Swift Jr. said, um, I was thinking 10-2 and two, now we'll be lucky to uh, win six games. Yep. Uh, my man Glenn C. said, my wife wonders if the defensive side is rebelling against the offense. I don't know why they would be rebelling, but, you know, I, at, at this point, maybe the defense is, is upset. Maybe they're rebelling against their own coach. We, we know that Jonathan Grenard was extremely upset heading oh, out yeah, he was hurt. after the he, game. He was hurt. You could tell he, he was hurt. 
I mean, so, I mean, that that's a possibility. Our man Tony Hill said it's crazy how we give up a minimum of 35 uh, and can't win football games where you got to go score 42 every time to win. I absolutely agree. I mean, that's the thing. Like, everybody fussed about third and Grantham because, you know, Todd Grantham on sometimes on third downs would give up some inexplicable and first And now we downs. got first and sermon. Now you have first, no, just every down and sermon. <laughs> sermon. <laughs> <laughs> we went from third and Grantham to every down and sermon. So, I mean, uh, yeah. Boston College. Be, 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 uh, be afraid what you ask for. Ran it, it down our throats. <laughs> Ran it down our – they literally beat us with the 93 Madden team on Pro Set. <laughs> yeah, yeah with, with the coach calling the plays, the, I mean, the Madden the Madden. They uh, literally game. ran six plays the whole game on yeah. offense. I mean, how many times have we seen Every the, third down, you knew what was going to happen. The, the tight end bootleg play. The tight end bootleg, <laughs> tight end bootleg every third down. No, Religiously. It, it was ridiculous. It was crazy. It, it was absolutely ridiculous. It's completely unacceptable. Uh, yeah, we had our girl Valencia check in. She said, I don't know how much more of this uh, team I can take. I agree with you, especially with everything else going on. The football team was a uh, something that people kind of held. Is there, at least we have a great football team. We have a Heisman Trophy quarterback. We got a good football team. And now... Yeah, you, you don't Now we that fight either. to make a bowl game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also had a comment saying, uh, he said, I think they should bring in... Uh, he says, I think they should bring in the Central Yellow Jackets defense. <laughs> I believe a high school defense might put up bigger fight. And then our girl Jennifer checking in again. She said, this team is a reflection of its head coach. Bobby 2.0 is soft. He has lost. He has lost his edge, and the team plays the same way. And I can't disagree with that. that the one true. thing about Bobby's teams the first time around is that they had a confidence. They, they came into every game knowing they were, they were going to win. Absolutely, a, a machine uh, like the Terminator. Just a weld oil machine. You nah. know, it was like, bam, bam, like, like clockwork. 10, 15, 10, 15, 10, Absolutely. 15 yards. It's like clockwork. But I, I'll tell you one thing I don't subscribe to. I've heard some people, uh, both on the radio and just in talking, people saying that Bobby's over his head and, and he just can't coach at this level and his offense doesn't work at this level. I will remind people. He worked at Arkansas. At Arkansas, he was playing against the SEC West in its prime, when you had national championship Alabama, national championship LSU, and Auburn. he went and Auburn, national championship Auburn, and Bobby played with those teams at the height of the SEC West and was right there with them, competed and won several games, won 10 games went to at BCS Arkansas. Bowl game. Went to a BCS bowl game. So this whole thing about Bobby can't coach this level and he's a fraud is garbage. The problem is Bobby has become enamored with this whole running quarterback thing, and it's not any fault of Lamar, but I feel Bobby's lost his way. I just think that he's got he got so enamored with having this great, great talent, Lamar Jackson, that Bobby forgot who he was. And, I'm, I'm and that's where this. we're at. And this is something that, that you and I both said. And you can quote the name of sports show on this because Rashawn and I both came up to almost died the same idea at the same time. This offense – may actually run better with Puma, Juwan Pass as the quarterback, rather than having Lamar Jackson, only because that will force Bobby and force offensive coordinators and coaching staff to prepare for a balanced attack. To prepare for a balanced attack instead of having just, just depend on Lamar's athleticism to win the day. 
I, I agree with you. I, I just think that's been the biggest issue from the start has been the fact that we've just been too dependent on Lamar to save us, and we've made our whole game plan too dependent on Lamar. But now you add to that a defense that can't stop anyway, and this is what we talked about, Haven, and I said it from the beginning of the year before the, the, before the year ever started. I said it in August, is that, Bobby, you got rid of Ty Grantham, a guy who had put up great defensive numbers all three years he were here. Now it's all about you. Now it's all about your offense. There is no more, you know, the fact that Todd Grantham helped win you most of your games and the fact that the defense continued to bail out an offense that could not move the ball, could not score. The defense carried the water for Louisville the whole time Bobby was here the first, this, this second time around under Grantham. Now it's about you and your offense. You're pushing all your chips to the table, putting them on yourself. And now we see you're 4-3 and three right now and looking at you might have a losing record. So if you lose your job at the end of the season, people are, you know, some people are asking, saying it's too early for that. I'm sorry. The only reason Bobby Petrino's getting a pass is because of who he was before. Well, what I want to say is this. Even if Bobby doesn't fire Sermon, which he should, you're at least going to have to do something like you did the first time around. So the Bobby 1.0, yes. Gilhammer lasted one year. He was a de- Now, you probably don't remember who Mike, Mike Gilhammer was, mm-hmm. but he was defensive coordinator for Bobby's first year when we got tuned up by Ben Roethlisberger and Miami of Ohio. He was out. Next year we get Cassidy from Illinois. The defense got better, but still wasn't good enough. Yeah. So then the defensive line coach, uh, Paul Wolthausen, became the third down co-defensive coordinator, and that's when you saw the 2006 teams and 2014 and everything else after that. Right. Bobby needs to do that again. He's got to come up with something. Either Sermon has to go or Sermon gets a lot of help. But needless to say, of course, the main event sports show will be down there. Of course, Louisville has a huge, huge game. I talked about it with the guys, you know, that they have to pretty much shake this off and get ready. They go on the road to Tallahassee uh, coming up next weekend. The main event sports show will be down there live in Tallahassee um, for everything that goes on. Um, for this pillow fight. So, yeah. I about mean, to take place. Florida State is, is you Florida know. Florida State's hurt. They're hurting right now. They're sitting at two and three right now after a win against Duke, and they barely beat Duke, seventeen ten. So, um, you know, both of these teams need this this win desperately. Florida State remembers what Louisville did to them last year. Louisville <laughs> remembers what they've done every, all every game this year. So, I mean, it's going to be desperation. And this is a game. Jonathan Gennard said it's a must win. No, yeah. excuse me, Jalen Smith said it yeah. was a much. But here's, here's the thing, though, with with this Louisville team, it's hard to predict what's going to happen. Because you just don't know. I mean, Boston College had the worst offense in ACC, hands down, by far. And they were still able to run all over you at home on homecoming. So you're saying what's going to happen when the stoppable force meets the movable object? Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, what is going to happen? when? He gets, honestly, what's happening to Tallahassee? You have a guy Blackman is he's 19. This is his first time starting as a quarterback. He's all right at best. Tallahassee, I mean, the offensive line. This is line like when the WWE garbage. used to have that that match every once in a while where they would put like the two weak dudes that always no. lose to you everybody and no, let you, them fight you, against you each know other. You know what this is? This is the little beaver going against little mascara. This is like midget wrestling. <laughs> what's going to happen in Tallahassee is midget wrestling. <laughs> I said it. That's right. I said what's going to happen uh, in Tallahassee next week is going to be midget Masquerade wrestling. Sagrada. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you just look at it. It's like. What's going to happen? Yes, we have the highest trophy winner, the best player in college football. Louisville could score a bazillion points against the Florida State defense. They should be able to. Will they? I doubt it. 
I, still I mean, right now, and Bobby said it two weeks ago. He said, right now, it feels as if we have to score every time. They do have to score every time. They literally have to score every rip. And I said after the Purdue game, if Louisville's going to win, Louisville's going to have to outscore all their opponents every game. And it's come to fruition. I never thought it was against Boston College. No. That's that's what <laughs> you know against and, a lot of teams against yeah, Boston College. And now no. you look at the schedule. Effort, you, like, like at the beginning of the season, FSU once Francois went down, win. Now it's I don't know. Absolutely, we should win. I mean, you got Virginia and Syracuse yeah, sitting on the on the you know. We coming should up. win. Should win. But I don't know. You don't lost to Boston College, so literally there is everything's not a game left. Yes. Yeah, everything's up in the air. Syracuse, that looks like a loss. Yeah. I thought wait, I thought. The, the loss we had coming left in season was definitely Wake Forest and Kentucky. I thought we was going to lose those two games. Now it's looking like add Syracuse to the mix. Yeah, add Syracuse to the mix. Then you're 6-6. Six six. I mean, Virginia almost beat Louisville last year. They need a miracle, and Virginia's not that good again this year. But I, it, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, this is and this is the thing. We came into the season saying we didn't really know what to expect from Louisville, and we've gotten pretty much close to what we've expected. We'll see. More of the same on offense we'll see. and the defense. But um, we have so much, so much going on. The FBI um, investigation continues. Uh, there's pressure mounting for a lot of these head coaches as we're starting to get into media yes. days. Little um, birdie talking about 64 East. Uh, yeah, our Coach Calipari was um, Jerry Tipton, uh, one of the, the fire starters, one of the flamethrowers down there in Lexington. We're going to talk about put that. Put the flames to Coach Cal, so we're going to talk about <laughs> that. But we'll be remiss to our, our great listeners if we did not come back from this commercial break uh-huh. and talk about the greatest university on The greatest university ever to grace college basketball. The pinnacle if you will, of the college basketball world, a team that's untouched. You're UNC, you're North Carolina Tar Heels. Uh, well, they're skating any and everything. As I predicted last year, I told you guys we're going to talk about that. Yeah, so we're going to have, we're gonna have our that. college basketball segment coming up next. Yeah. Rashawn, you want to, since show. it is y'all uh, anniversary and birthday, let's give away one of your VIPs to y'all. Well, hey, Jake, you're going too far now. <laughs> Got okay. too bad. You're going too far. What, what, what are we going to do? Carl you see, what? you what? see, I ain't said nothing all, all night. Yeah, no, you, that is correct. So I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I'm hurt so right now. Let's do this. What's your favorite number? 40? Uh, number eight for Lamar 40? Jackson. Is 40 favorite number? No. 40? I like number eight. How <laughs> 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 about four for Ray? G R E Y. Don't make me curse on the gospel. <laughs> it's going down. November the 4th for Sean Myers, birthday celebrity bash. Eighth caller, call in, win a VIP ticket. Deshaun, my celebrity birthday, best man from sports show's 10-year anniversary. When we come back on your main event sports show. These haters on my body, shake them off. Yeah, they hate, but they broke them. And when it's time to pop, they have no shit. Yeah, I'm pretty, but I'm local. The loud got me moving slow-mo. Ayo, Tweety, what? Ayo, Keys, what? To help explain how fast it is to make Bob Evans' original mashed potatoes, here are a few things to do while they're microwaving. One, prune your Facebook friends. Sorry, Aunt Brenda. Two, six-minute abs. Get ripped. Three, meditate. Namaste. Because with Bob Evans' original mashed potatoes, you take it from the fridge, then microwave it for six minutes. For rich homemade taste that's really fast to make, 
Find Bob Evans in the refrigerated section of your grocery store. It's farm fresh goodness fast. Bob Evans down on the farm. Cole's Home Sale is going on now. Stop in and pick up Cuddle Dud Sheets for only $29.99. A six quart instant pot is just $99.99. A six quart New Wave Air Fryer is $129.99. And all Yankee candles are 25% off. Plus, take an extra 20% off when you spend $100 or more with promo code LEAF. You'll get Kohl's cash, too, right now at Kohl's. Select styles. Offer valid October 12th through 22nd. Some exclusions apply. See store Kohl's.com for details. It's a man, you don't know. Yo, Eli, why they testing me? Like, I don't always keep the hammer next to me. Like, I ain't got a header to the left of me. Like, we ain't in these streets more than sesame. But that chick, then why she texting me? Why she keep calling my phone, speaking... Every time I'm out, why she stressing me? You call it Stephanie? I call it Stephanie. I call it Stephanie. We are back with your number one sports show, main event. Your hosts, Haven Harrington and Rashawn Mars. And Haven and Rashawn, I had a chance to uh, cover high school flights uh, last night and I had a great time. A little cool for uh, high school football. I had a great time at J-Town High School. What, J-Town? Yes, Ballard rose into uh, J-Town and it wasn't a happy one for J-Town. But my little nephew, Noah Harvey, picks up a fumble, runs it all the way back 92 yards. For a touchdown. Nice. Awesome. I'm yeah. Was it not? I asked him, I said, uh, how did it feel? Man, I was tired, Uncle Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> 92 <laughs> yards. UJ Town Charger uh, fans send some uh, hurrah and parades to my little nephew, Noah Harvey. If you if he's out there, tell him to call the station here, 776-1350. Tell him his uncle is talking about him. And Rashawn and Haven looking for caller number what? Call eight? number eight, man. Lamar call Jackson, number eight. Number eight. Call number eight, you too can win VIP tickets to the Rashawn Myers Celebrity Birthday Batch Main Event Sports Show 10-year anniversary. Be call number eight at 502-776-1350, and the ticket is yours. There it is. Now, back to our regularly scheduled program. Now, college basketball, there's a lot going on. Let's talk about Charlotte first. Let's get that out of the way. I told you guys last year nothing was going to happen to North Carolina. I told you this. So don't act surprised, because yeah. we listen to Main Event Sports Show every Saturday from 6 to 7 on WLOU 104.7 FM. You would have known that this was going to happen. Because like I told you guys, what's going to happen? Just because they let any athlete, any average Joe student take the class, the NCAA's hands going to be tied because it wasn't just an impermissible benefit for just the, the basketball team or the football team. And everybody's going to skate. The NCAA basically set up rules in place to where they could have this happen and say that it's not any of our business, and they basically let North Carolina walk. Everybody knows that they have been sham classes on the schedule for North Carolina athletes. Only for 20 years. As well as regular students for more than 20 years. That's um, it. Including 10 players on the national championship team that had a major for the fraudulent classes as their major. Now, time out. That's only 10 players. I mean, that's only like. 10 of the 13 on the team. That's only like three-fourths <laughs> of the team. That's only three-fourths um, of the team. And North Carolina, the NCAA basically came back and said they could not do anything because uh, it was not a, a, a specific. They said it was not specifically geared to assist athletes. So because it was open to all students, even though. Uh, you know, more than half the athletic department was in those classes that it wasn't specifically geared for athletics. So North Carolina skates, and 
you know, the NCAA, who's supposed to be this bastion of quote-unquote student-athletes, is saying that now we don't care if you're actually students. You know, which is interesting because the NCAA, if you're an incoming freshman, they can scrutinize your, your high school grades, look back at your transcripts, what classes you took, make you take other classes. Yeah, ain't think, that interesting? Make you, think, make you take classes you should have taken in high school, but once you get into college, the academic side, they're out of it. Even though they're the governing body of the intercollegiate institutions, they don't worry about collegiate you know, uh, recommend, you know, know, requirements. They only care about your high school transcripts. It's weird. It's very odd. The NCAA sucks. I hope they burn the whole thing to the ground. I was very upset on Twitter yesterday. Oh, yeah, you were. Um, you were salty. I was very upset and angry. Um, and I'm just tired of the NCAA. Mark Emmerich, you now, have now, no Here's guts. the question. Now, how much, how foolish, foolish <laughs> does the university level fighting cardinal beak with teeth look for sitting out a tournament, you know, self-imposing their own bans and scholarship mm. reductions, to appease the greatness of the, of, of, of the NCAA. Especially when we beat two teams that were in the Final Four. Yeah. Only to get smacked down. Ugh. All I know is this. Louisville better never self-impose again. And then, you know, with these jokers that they have right now, Postal and the rest of these guys making decisions with UofL, they may like lay down again and just start self-imposing just because they, they don't will. necessarily care about the University of Louisville, even though they're on the board that's supposed to take care of the University of Louisville. But I digress. At the Who end knows? of the day, the NCAA is under scrutiny. This does not help them. Plus the fact that Kentucky native Braxton Beverly has been ruled ineligible at NC State as a freshman because he went to summer school at Ohio State. Ohio State, the coach that got him to Ohio State, got fired. So after his first semester of summer school, he committed to he decommitted and went to NC State. And the NCAA ruled him ineligible because he took summer classes at Ohio State without ever playing a game. And his coach got fired. And now Braxton Beverly can't play. But you let NC or you let North Carolina players cheat. Take fraudulent classes for 20 years. Knowingly. And My, let them no, get no, away with no, that. No, it was worse than that. When they wrote the NCAA in 2013, they admitted that this is a fraudulent class. But when he resubmitted their appeal this uh, early in the year, they said, hey, we didn't mean I was a fraudulent class. I was a typo. What? That's ridiculous. That's crazy. It's ridiculous. So, I mean, there we go. You know, I mean, this, this is the issue. You know, this is the situation. Um, you know, there's going to be so many more things to come out of this. I've heard it come up this week that as this NC, uh, FBI investigation continues, which Jerry Tipton, uh, you know, one of the, uh, the print media guys that the Herald, uh, the Herald leader uh, down there in Lexington kind of got in uh, John Calipari's stuff and said, Coach, what can you do to assure fans that they will not get caught up in this dragnet of the FBI? And basically, Coach Calipari sat there and jibber-jabbered. He was like, well, you just don't know. There's no proof that they really went after Nike. There's no proof of anything. I don't know anything. Can we talk about my team, please? He ran from that question so quickly. It was amazing. Of course he ran from that question because he doesn't want to say no because – how, how is Kentucky not going to be in this? Okay. You know what? I, I'm just going to translate for Coach Calipari. I have no idea, but I'm not going to give myself up, so I'm just going to not <laughs> say anything. I plead the fifth. Next question. Yeah, next question. Or oh, in the mortal he words of right. Dave Chappelle, fifth. <laughs> is that right? One, two, three, four, fifth. Hey, I, I'm telling you right now, and, and that's why I said these Kentucky fans that wanted to point fingers at, at L and laugh and talk about them, 
Trust me. Not even, your coach is even shook over this FBI investigation. Everybody's shook. Everybody's shook. Because Kansas is down across the oh, I've heard that there's there was somebody who told me there may be, and I quote, between 40 and 50 head coaches that lose their job once this inquiry is over. Like, literally. That's absolutely crazy if you think 64 of the top schools get into the tournament. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're, and, you're, and you know that all these coaches that are under the gun are all from Power 5 conferences. So, oh, FAMU, Coppin State, <laughs> Howard, it's your turn to take over the Final Four, baby. Black colleges, go, all right Final State, Four, 2017-18. <laughs> Let's make that happen. So, oh, I mean, big ups to FAMU and FAMU's homecoming going down right now. That's right. In Tallahassee, Florida, a real homecoming. The Rattlers, baby, the Rattlers. A real homecoming. It's going with, down. With real concerts and step shows and everything makes homecomings nice. I like Louisville's homecoming, which is trash. Haven's very upset that he's not down at FAMU's homecoming, I am. folks. I am, because FAMU's homecoming is thunder. Louisville's homecoming is trash. Even, even when I went to Louisville, I thought Louisville's homecoming is trash. <laughs> I was going to say, in high school, homecoming, where did all the cool kids? I walked past the Louisville homecoming crowd, and not one of them looked like a cool kid. No, none not, not of them. I'll tell you, when I, when I was at Louisville, the only thing I liked about the homecoming was the step show, because I was in the step show. And after, you know, we the five bit sigma was three no times. Anyway, show. after five bit sigma <laughs> was the three time U of L step show champion in a row, you know, I retired my boots and I was done with the U of L's homecoming. But I always in the family's homecoming. Or Morehouse's homecoming. Mm-hmm. Or any black college homecoming. Norfolk State, Howard, Hampton, Thunder. I'm telling you. Middle That's Tennessee. my little commercial hey, for a black college. Hey, I can't disagree with none of that. I mean, you know, I mean trot the bands out there and it's not even close. So Louisville doesn't have a band. <laughs> Louisville's band is horrible. Hey, hey, hey. So when my brother was on the drum line, it was still a good horrible. band. Louisville's band is horrible. Louisville's band has never been good. Ever. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever been good. In the history of bands, Louisville's band has never been history good. history of bands. Uh, Haven's disdain for the, 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 the UofL band is well chronicled. It's the band police, apparently. Longstanding. Hey, look, when you've you been to many black college homecomings, as I have, and as many black college well, that's like apples games to oranges. Like, yeah, it is apples to oranges. It's not the same. You're right. <laughs> it's like a whole different world of bands. It's like <laughs> their right. talent. I, I can't I can't disagree with that. But you know what? I was out last night at the KFC Yum Center to watch You and other you about five hundred thousand other people. No, it was it was it was actually packed. The whole it wasn't packed like Rupp Arena was packed. Twenty six thousand people. Be, they came because they knew Drake was gonna be there. Hush. Look, those old white folks don't give a darn about Drake. <laughs> They can care. They pulled up in their pickup trucks and overalls. But they, they can care kids were like, Drake. "Mama, Mama, let's go. Drake's gonna be there." That had nothing to do with it. They didn't know Drake was gonna be there. But the bottom Drake's line is this: here. last y- yes, yesterday, the University of Louisville men's basketball program, who right now is under fire from everywhere, lost their head coach. Kenny Johnson is on suspension. Jordan Fair just got canned. Coach Patino somewhere in Miami trying to catch a Marlin. Houses for sale. Houses for sale. I've heard that it's already been bought by somebody. I'm sure it was. It's very nice. But Louisville's men took the t- took the court last night. I got a chance to check out the guys up close and personal. And I tell you what, I was impressed. I was very very impressed with the team. I was very very impressed with Ray Spalding. It looked. We have talked about Ray Spalding since the beginning of time. Soft as Dairy Queen, baby. But let me tell you something. He's hardened up. He looks good. Has he hardened up? Ray Spalding has toughened up. He is finally, I can't say what I want to say because we're on the air, but he has finally grown up 
and gotten it together. His pee's finally yellow. No longer clear. That's what's up. He, is, he looks good. good. Ray Spaulding went out. He looked extremely, extremely aggressive. Um, How about VJ King? He has improved his jump shot very, you know, a ton. VJ King looked confident, um, did a great job last night. I don't really go into the scoring and the points because – you know, it's a scrimmage. It's a count. scrimmage. I mean, Otis George scored almost 50 points How in the scrimmage one year. Uh, Anas Mahmoud looked good. Is he still um, soft? Low long? block game looked good. I mean, what? he's he's more of a defensive well, guy. But I will tell you, Ding Adele yeah. absolutely put Mahmoud on a poster last night. Dunked in his face on was him. Yeah. It was Chucky nasty. Williams getting ran over it was, by yeah, AJ it was. Dillon. It, it was nasty like that. Like no, you shouldn't even. Nasty. That's teammate on teammate crime, and he really put him on poster last night. Like, I was, was there. Nasty. Maybe we'd have that poster. Oh my goodness! It Maybe was we un- would. It, it, it was unbelievable. But I mean, I'll tell you mm. what. This starting five: Quentin Snyder, VJ King, Dingadell, Spalding, and Mahmoud. They're as good as anybody in the country. Starting five. Like that, that starting five is outstanding. Dave, David Padgett is in a very tough spot. Congratulations to Trent Johnson, former TCU and LSU head coach, coming on to become an assistant and really, really help. He gives a veteran presence. He was a head coach for over 15 years. Um, you know, he's got, he's a good friend of Padgett and his family. Why can't um, the black make the head coaching job with experience? Well, because he knows the no, players. Wait, 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 wait. No, no. Why can the black man? He's very smart. Why can the black man get a coaching job with experience over the white kid with no experience, none, zero, because zip, I never coached? I believe that's honestly because that's who the players wanted. Exactly. Thanks. And they listen to the who players. Who cares about the players? Are they, are they getting paid? <laughs> we are these, care about the players. Are these, play, are these players getting paid? Uh, no. They take orders. Yes. Hey, hey, apparently the players are. The players so are the to be the coach. So, I mean, and, and I support it, but I think Trent Johnson. This it's is only be, a six-month six deal. It's going like to be a lot like Luke Walton, who took over as the head coach at the Los Angeles Lakers, his first time being a head coach, and you saw them put a lot of veteran guys around Luke, yeah. former head coaches, mm-hmm. to give him that leadership. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to have a mm-hmm. kind of a pro-coach setup where you have David Padgett, who's the head man, but you're going to probably see at least two very veteran assistants and then maybe one other assistant to do recruiting and uh, other right. things. I, you know what? I, I like how they prompted a young white kid. <laughs> like that with this round him with what he needs to succeed, but he don't get the brothers on the on the staff. You know, a chance. Guys who've been head coach at the at the highest I level. I mean, but all the brothers is under the, under the gun right but now. Who, so who, 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 I mean Johnson. but was our was our job that attractive within forty eight hours? Yeah, Either? I mean you had to get somebody in there. Padgett was the only dude who didn't and seem that's to have who any the players wanted. Yeah, it's like, skeletons who, in who cares what it doesn't matter what the players want. These are players. When, when football it does. Team, no it does. when football teams change coaches, they always say Hey, man, let me ask you a question, bro. But is it normally in a scandal? Doesn't well, matter. I, I, is it I normally in a 48 hour segment? Two, two days to make a decision. I think Padgett was, it was either going to be Padgett or Scotty Davenport. That was like literally the only two guys and that you would have really had time to get in. And it was it's a tough spot to put Scotty in, leaving Bellarmine that quick. There's other coaches. I mean, but I just don't think you had enough time to go through all there's that. Plenty, there's plenty of guys. I mean, there's plenty of guys That's out why there. That's why it's only a six month even, commitment. Even without, yeah, I mean, it'd be different if David Padgett was going to be the permanent coach, but it's a six month commitment. They have six months, he will be the permanent coach. I don't know. I mean, I I don't think he's he's permanent. I I don't think, unless Louisville just has a huge run this year, um, then I just don't think that he would have enough because this is the Louisville coaching job. Okay, you've only had two coaches in the last what 50 years or so, 40 years. I mean, you've only had two head coaches. I mean, this is this is one of the top seven or eight. Jobs in college basketball, so you're not going to just give it to the first time program, head, don't head coach. Well, I said seven or eight. No, I mean you got Kansas, this is, this is, North yes. Carolina, UK. This is top four. Top four. Top four or five. Uh, 
I don't know. I, I thought we know. were always the redheaded stepchildren of the blue bloods. Really? Yeah, I always say seven or eight. Really? I, I mean, I think you think Kansas better. I job? think UCLA, oh, think Kansas, Kansas, Kansas job better than this one. UCLA, Kansas. Oh, UCLA, North Carolina, no, Kentucky. UCLA better than the Louisville job? Absolutely. Why? For Why? A vote? The, the, what? the, the tradition. What? The tradition. Exactly. What has UCLA done in the past ten years? It doesn't matter. It's what. I'm not talking. I'm on Rashad's side. What has? You know what? Back it up. What has you say done the past twenty years? I don't disagree with you. I'm Thank talking you. about when you talk about prestige as far as head coaching jobs. There's no prestige I, in USLA. They're think. bums. They have been bums like twenty years now. They, UCLA has only thing since John Wooden left the, left the bench. Well, now they don't that's, care. That's, they had that one championship there. by accident. I mean, they had Ed O'Bannon and those guys win one in '95. That's it. 95. And they went to the, and then they went to three straight Final Fours. Ooh. I mean, in Any the, the mid 2000s, did he put a ring hey. on it? '95. You know what? I was in college in '95. I'm 43 now. <laughs> that does not count. No. What have we done since then? Final Fours. National championship. I'm just but saying. But you have to also take into the fact that Louisville is going to be facing down the gun of it. You know, some people said death penalty. I don't think that's going to happen. But you have no. a program that might be facing the death penalty. So I that's mean, that not. does knock your job down a few rounds. Now, see, now that that's an argument I can agree. <laughs> with. But, so, but we don't but, care. But when it if comes to being a top program, Louisville's definitely top five. But, Duke, and, and I will North say this: Carolina, Kentucky, and us. Out of the freshmen, Lance Thomas looked very good. He continued his strong play from the Derby Classic. I really liked what he did. Malik Williams, I think, is going to take a little time. And Jordan Nora, he came in with his reputation as a shooter. Young man is an absolute firethrower. He's <laughs> nice. UK, we didn't find out anything about the actual team on the court. All we heard of about was, was Drake, Tipton and Drake's Calipari. doing a concert. Yeah. That's what Being I heard. I heard Drake's doing a concert for the student. That's the only but thing I learned. What? I will say this. And Ryan McMahon, unfortunately, looked, played really well, but he got hurt. He hurt his ribs diving for a ball or getting kneed or elbowed in See, the ribs. don't go that hard. But he looked, re- he looked really right, good. Don't go that he hard. looked really good. So I'm, I'm going to say this. Hopefully not a Rick is gone. Louisville can finally get rid of the scrimmage thing that they do. And let's get some March Madness hype. Let's get some Midnight Madness hype. Louisville will never be Kentucky when it comes to that, man. Of course not. I mean, there's, there's no Big way Big Madness is... Pacino, I mean, Patino's the one who created Big Blue Madness back in, what, 91? And Cal 90? took it to the super next level. Yeah, I mean, but that's 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 their thing. But still, we can do something. We can do something. Yeah, we can do something because I'm, like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. That was crazy. I, I watched it. It was like. Why would you do that? Because it's a show. I watch Big Blue Madness It's a show. I watch it every year because it's a show. I don't show. watch it at all. And it's a good no show. No one cares. Hey, People ask for it. No one likes your little oh, silly you know Big what? Blue Madness. You know what? That line Rupp Arena. Would say something different. Do you know how happy I was when people asked for that to be like, oh, we don't get the SEC network. Sorry. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> because they could televise just like NBC people watch. But I, all I know is this. Louisville's going to have a very good season. Jay-Z with holding hands with Kentucky. They're going to have a very good season. They have a, 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 a team that can go to a Final Four. They, they have a team that's that good. So we'll have to wait and see. But I can't wait to talk about something positive. They have another scrimmage coming up in a couple weeks, and then they kick off the season uh, on the 13th. you got Kentucky Wesleyan as well as, I, th- I believe, Bellarmine coming up as well. Rashawn Haven, Olivia, it's time to roll out. Yes. And I'm buying dinner tonight. That's what's up. Hey, that's on the record. <laughs> that's on the record. You can't get out of that one. Hey, make sure everybody comes out, man. Get on the Facebook page. I want to see everybody come out to the party. Um, we're also going to have a smaller event the day before. Um, the, you know, come out fellowship. I'm going to have all those events. Those events are up on the main event, main event page. Um, so I want everybody to come out, celebrate the birthday, celebrate the 10th anniversary, 10th anniversary spectacular. It's going to be a main event weekend coming up the 3rd and the 4th of November. It's going down. Come out. Make sure you listen to the commercial. 
Contact us, Haven, Main Event Sports Show, MainEvent101.com, MainEventSports101.com. Make sure you check out everything going on Main Event. It's only getting better, baby. Live. What's up, baby? <laughs> What's up, I just passed the buck to her. Thank you for coming out with her. I love what she's going to say, but she didn't say nothing like that. <laughs> I know. What, what? <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm going to say this, okay? Without any struggle, there is no progress. Peace. Saturday night, November 4th, Main Event Sports celebrates its 10th year anniversary with the Rashawn Meyer Celebrity Birthday Bash. 9 p.m. at the Super Athletic Life Center, 222 Eiler Avenue. Celebrity host, the Atlanta Braves' own Richard Sullivan. Special guests include Jermaine Brown of the L.A. Rams, Montrell Jones from the Dallas Cowboys, from the Cincinnati Bengals, Mario Rudy, pro boxer Carlos Dixon, and players from the Cards and Gats basketball teams. $5 general admission. VIP, $15. Food included in the price of admission. A cash bar with $3 drink specials. Call Jay Haz at WLO. You for more details, 502-889.